Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Race Day Coastin podcast, where I'm your host, Ray, joined by my co-host, Cubby, who is my two-year-old autistic son, and he's nonverbal in this season of life. So, Cubby is watching home with a little purple alien O, so I don't know if he'll pop in to join us. I know he's pretty occupied with that movie. But I hope everyone has had like a great week. I hope everybody was able to be productive and just able to just enjoy time with their family, get work done, run errands, and just ultimately be safe, right? So just anytime like during the holidays and people are out shopping and out spending time with their family, seeing all the different attractions that are going on, parking is always crazy right like i never think that they put enough parking spots in a parking lot especially for these main attractions and it's like battle it's like a war to find a parking spot right especially if you have a kiddo because if you didn't bring the stroller or um, even if your child can walk and they don't feel like walking you have to carry them so you want the shortest distance possible and when we get to the spot like i'm trying to straighten into the spot and the gentleman proceeds to try to hit my car from the side right and i was like oh god okay please just keep us safe like i don't know what's going on with this gentleman right now like there's no way he can back into this spot because we're already here and I just want this to be a peaceful experience so Cubby and I can go play with all the sensory thing that Thinkery has to offer. Mind you this was our first time going. As I'm like looking on my phone trying to figure out how do we get tickets and what are their protocols and stuff because going to the Thinkery was a very last minute thing. We were already on that side of town so I was like okay let's go it'll be fun. The gentleman that tried to back into us starts banging on my car window right which scares the crap out of me. And I'm just staring at him and he's cussing and he's yelling through the window. And I'm just like, okay, maybe if I ignore him, he'll go away, right? Wrong. So as he's cussing and he's yelling and he's beating on my window, I roll down my, like I crack my window and I'm just like, I do not know you. You are scaring me. Can you please leave me alone, right? And he's like, no, you're going to hear what I have to say. And so I roll up my window. At this point, I'm praying right? Like, God, I know you are faithful. I know that you will continue to keep me and my son away from any hurt, harm, or danger. Please let us make it out of this situation better than um, what we came into this situation with, right? And as he's doing this, I'm noticing Cubby's reaction, and Cubby is frightened. He doesn't know what's going on, and he was coming awake from a nap, right? Which is like the worst thing to wake up to is a big, bigger gentleman banging on your mommy's car window cussing and yelling you feel like you're in a threatened environment right that's a horrible way to wake up and so at this point i'm really confused right like i have my taser and i'm just like okay in order to tase him i would have to fully roll down my window or open up my car door and get out and actually be in this man's presence right and i was like that doesn't sound like the best thing to do so i crack my window and i start blowing my horn and i just start screaming like help help please help because this man is getting even more aggressive right and so i started screaming like i don't know you please leave me alone i've asked you to leave you won't and so i was like i'm gonna call the cops and he's like that's fine you can call the cops i'll wait and i was like okay so we're dealing with a whole different level of instability at this point and 
by the grace of God, two gentlemen and a woman walk up and they are like, we heard her say she does not know you and she's asked you to leave multiple times. You need to leave. Right. And so he's, I guess, trying to explain that he felt entitled to that parking space, which we'll get into like a whole scenario about entitlement on another episode. But he felt entitled to that spot. And the gentlemen were like, we don't care how you feel. She has asked you to leave. She's in this car with her son. It is just her what you're doing is not safe. You're being very aggressive and she's asked you to leave. And so the the three people were so nice. They stood there and waited until the guy left. The three people were so nice. They helped me, um, you know, feel safe enough to get out of the car, get the stroller, put Cubby in the stroller and walk us to the museum, right? Which I thought was just really big of them and I just thank God that they you know were paying attention and noticing that something wasn't right with that it just really got me thinking to safety right and just safety as a parent safety as a mom and what that looks like on the day-to-day basis right like I don't know about any other moms but there are times where I kind of feel like on high alert right like if we want to go and run an errand you know like I'm trying to put Cubby in his car seat making sure he's fastened putting the groceries in there figuring out a strategic way to put the cart away you know all these things in a way to where I'm still aware of my surroundings I still have my keys um, implanted in between my fingers you know I still have my taser on me what are the different ways that I can make sure that I'm ready um, just in case we, we are attacked, right? And I know that's like a super hyper, um, way of thinking, right? Cubby is essentially half my height, right? So imagine carrying a sleeping three foot toddler, um, because he's so exhausted, he won't wake up and then trying to like get groceries, trying to do all these things. Like if someone wanted to cause harm to you, you would look like a target, Right. And so that's just um, one of the things, like when we're just out in public, so just make sure you have a plan. So I like to run my errands typically like in the daytime or if I know it's going to be a lot going on or I'm trying to do multiple things or it's going to be an even busier day. If I can, I will get somebody from his village to spend time with him, hang out with him, watch him while I go and um, run the errands that I need to run. And so that just gives me a sense of peace knowing that, okay, the errands are getting ran and Cubby is safe and then my safety increases and I don't have to be on such high alert as I would as if I have him. And so that just made me think about like safety within the community when it comes to autism, right? And just making sure the communities are aware of the safety and like the different trauma that certain things could cause the situation with the parking lot was completely out of our control right like you can only choose your reaction to something you can only the situation with the parking lot is something that is out of my control right and so i cannot choose how somebody reacts to a situation i can only choose my response and in that moment my mommy bear instincts kicked in So when it comes to just safety in general with Cubby, especially, um, he loves to be chased, right? And everything is a game of chase to him. So I could get the groceries out of the car and 
he beelines off and starts running, right? And so I was like, crap, like I have all these bags of groceries. My child is like running around. So I'm like, Cubby, Cubby, get back here, get back here, you know? And if you see me in person, I'm usually in athletic gear for that reason, right? Like I'm so grateful that I ran track and did gymnastics because I feel like all that athleticism is being put to great use, right? And so when Cubby, you know, takes off like that, he doesn't do it all the time, but when he does, it, it is alarming, right? And so I, to be proactive, there's a, like a magnetic chip that you can like, that clamps into his pocket. And some of my other um, mom friends have talked about using it for their kiddo before too. And it's called Angel Sense. And it's essentially like a GPS tracker, but it's not like a chip you put in your child or anything like that. It just clips to the inside of their pockets and uh, you would be able to locate them from anywhere, especially like if your child has a history of eloping, um, even if your child doesn't have autism, like say for instance, you're at Disneyland or something and your child has the, the natural instinct to just run off or just loves to be chased like Cubby does. It's a really, really great resource, right? And so then they talk about the um, child identity kit. You know, it has like pictures of them, their height, their weight, like all the, the basic kind of information that that you would need if, God forbid, your child ever came up missing. And a lot of times, um, if your child is nonverbal like Cubby is, it makes it a lot harder um, potentially to locate your child or to find them if they do um, disappear, go missing, or decides to run off. And with Cubby being nonverbal, it was essential for me to get him a talker device. Right. And this device allows him to have a voice without having a voice, if you know what I mean. So uh, the device speaks for him until um, God grants him the ability to use his vocal cords to um, create speech in a way that we're familiar with on the daily basis. And with his talker device, he's able to say his name, like point to who his parents are. You can program it to um, say phone numbers and addresses, all which are just really powerful things. You know, like I said, whether he's in his in his therapies or just out in public and he needs to um, let another adult know, you know, like, hey, I've lost track of my parents. You know, can you help me? <coughs> yeah. You like that feature? Oh. <laughs> And then um, another safety thing I did was we um, visit California quite a bit and we like we're water bugs, both of us. And so just knowing that there's that potential for Cubby to be around a bottle, a body of water, I wanted to make sure that he had the skills to swim if he needed to, whether it was for, you know, recreational benefits or, you know, just for his ultimate safety and good. I was really intentional to make sure that I put him in swim school very early. I think he started at, what, like nine months? Because he wasn't even one yet. Um, and he was very successful in that. And then it turned out to be very calming. And then it would wipe him out. So he slept very good, which is always a benefit, especially like when you're a parent and you're juggling multiple things at once. Another thing that you can do is make sure that you have like a plan right an escape plan whether it's a fire plan 
whether it's um, just a regular state, just any kind of safety plan that you see fit for your household, making sure that you have that and your child is aware of that, right? So with Cubby, I use vision boards and they're like little stick figures, nothing fancy to really explain like, if there is a fire baby, this is what we do, right? And then these are the steps that we take after that. And so although Cubby is nonverbal, I can ask them, I can ask him, hey, when there's a fire, which step do we do first? And he's able to um, chronologically put in order our safety plan, which is awesome. So they're never really just too young to kind of understand and to get them into the routine and to practice that routine with them. And so another awesome thing that I have set up here um, in our home are deadbolt locks, but they're super high up, right? Like, I don't know about y'all's kiddos, but Cubby can climb like you will not believe. And so because he can climb and he's pretty strong, he can move furniture. And um, he sees us mess with the door lock so often that he would essentially try to do the same thing and be successful. And so I was like, okay, I have a fear of him, you know, really getting these steps down. And we have latch doors, so holding down the handle and using his weight to pull backwards and being able to open this door and wander. So I found these really awesome deadbolt locks that actually need to start doing videos so I can kind of show you guys all these things but I put them at the top of our door like super high up on both our patio door and our front door and it's just allowed just such peace of mind right even if Cubby goes and he's messing with the um, standard locks and he gets those unlocked he can't walk out of the door unless that deadbolt is um, is removed as well and it's a super complex one, right? And it's high up, so he hasn't had an opportunity to play with it because he's not tall enough. And I haven't put anything there for him to be able to climb up to mess with it. And so I really, it was just really on my heart. Oh, I'm sorry. So the last thing that we have um, at our home, which I'm sure a lot of you might have as well, are cameras. Cameras are so essential um so essential to just seeing what's going on being aware letting you know who who's approaching your home who has been to your home you know dropping off packages and just it, it is just a really great resource for me and so they also record right so if cubby were to ever take off it would show date and times or just just any safety thing that we could have going on or just our comings and our goings are um, being documented for our personal per um, our comings and our goings are being documented for our personal needs right and just so we have that log just in case anything happens I know a lot of this may sound like super excessive but these are just some of the ways that um, I go about keeping cubby and I safe um, with it just being, you know, me and him in the season of life, how we navigate our day to day and just making sure that our comings and our go goings that we pray about every morning and every night um, continue to remain that way with God's help. 
And so, guys, I safety was just really on my heart, especially after having um, that encounter on our way to the museum and just dealing with that individual. I definitely just wanted to provide, you know, a few resources that we use to just show you that you're not alone and safety is a definitely a big concern with our little ones and um you know there are some children on the spectrum who um unintentionally harm others or harm themselves and just keeping our little ones protected as well as ourselves right and not just always physically but mentally spiritually financially um and emotionally just keeping ourselves as protected as we can and as grounded as we can in this world that we know several unfortunate things continue to happen so with that being said it is going to be our kind like cubby moment and our ray of sunshine and i'm going to pray us out cubs you going to help no god i thank you so much for this community god i thank you so much for the parents so much for the children the allies the teachers the therapists, the grandparents, the siblings, the friends, Lord God, I thank you so much for all of us being able to come together on one platform and all the different platforms to just learn more and to grow more and to really have a better understanding as a whole of these these lovely humans that you've placed in our lives, God. I thank you so much for continuing to protect us, Lord God. I thank you so much for giving me the ability to share this testimony of how you have kept us since before Kim was born, honestly, and just the ways that you continue to provide a way out, God, and the way that you send angels down to help us in our time of need, God, I thank you so much for the ability to rest and the ability to seek you for wisdom and discernment, Lord God, I thank you so much for the clarity that you bestow upon us, God, I thank you so much for the ability to love, and every day we get a chance to just renew our um, ability to follow your will and your way and to understand that your ways are higher than our ways and your thoughts are higher than our thoughts and everything that you have for us everything that we walk through though it may be uncomfortable is for our good God. i thank you so much for everything that you've done and everything that you continue to do and i ask that you give everybody rest tonight and you keep all of us from any hurt harm or danger lord in the mighty name of jesus